Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Church, this morning, God decided to look at the word encounter service and gave us a gift in the person of E and Joy. We have a teacher here today. Whether rain or shine, day or night, he Everybody clap your hands, he holds my life, say. He holds my life. Sing it. Just a man of Galilee. Whether rain or shine, day or night, oh yeah. He the He holds the rain and storms of my life and gives me peace. church to worship you to give to you to receive from you i pray oh god that our hearts will be soft that your purpose will be achieved for today in the mighty name of jesus and all the saints shall say amen and amen and you want to just find your bible this morning as we make our confession the confession is changing us i tell you and you want to say this is my bible i am what it says i am I have what I, it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Beautiful. Hallelujah. Before we start, let me just give two quick announcements so we don't forget. Amen. 
the first announcement is that next weekend or this coming weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we have a visiting minister. Amen. Beautiful. He's going to be here Friday night. It is not an all night. It's an ordinary night. Amen. And we have dubbed it Loving Jesus. Valentine's Day is coming. And we don't know what he's going to preach about. But one thing I can tell you, all the men of God who come this way, everybody has what is for us. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I've known this man of God, Bishop Kwekwa Tiemu, for over th- almost 30 years, I think it is. Something like that. And I'll tell you two things. He's a very fantastic preacher. You need to hear him. Amen. He is also somebody with a very peculiar building anointing. Yes, yes. In fact, if Bishop is to line up his builders, if he's to line them up, I think his record will be hard to beat. He has overseen the building of about 616 buildings. And he's, yeah, 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 yeah. You see, you're not clapping because you don't know what it means to build. I, I, I think you should come around here and just see what happens over here as we build. So when somebody has overseen that number, you know that there's a veteran. Are you there? Oh, are you, please ask your neighbor, have you built a chicken coop yet? Uh-huh. So if you plan that, you are not going to be a tenant the whole of your life. This is one of the things I wanted to covet on his life. Amen. He's a very loyal man of God, and he's somebody that you can trust with your life. I don't think there are many people here that I can say that about. So you need to hear him. Mm. Ask your neighbor, can I trust you with my life? Ask your neighbor, can I trust you with my life? I can trust you with some things, but my life in there, mm, I wonder. Are you there? Some people, even the phone you are holding, you cannot trust them with it. Where you are, hey! Even your shoe, when you take the shoe off, you put your leg on it because you are not sure that if you take your leg off, will it? But there's coming a man upon whom is the Spirit of God. He'll be here Friday, 6 p.m. Saturday, he'll be here with our Indies congregation, Gospel Encounter. And then Sunday, he'll be here both for the first and the second service. And I want you to make sure that you are going to be here to get your share when these men of God come, I tell you, it's because God has ordained it, and it's because there's something that we need at that point in time. Amen. Then I also want you to put aside the 19th to the 21st of March, when we'll have Bishop Ogo right here. Amen. We'll be coming together with Bishop Frederick Norte for the Art of Evangelism Conference, and I want you to just make up your mind to participate. I won't say more than that. I won't say more than that. Just participate. Hallelujah. Don't start sending me letters and texts. No, just be here. Usually you are where you have to be. Where you want to be, you are there. Beautiful. Amen and amen. All right. Well, it's another Sunday. And we're going to share a short word. And I believe that God is doing something in us and with us. Amen. Now, I was on another track when the Lord just diverted me onto this particular topic. Yeah, so I was not there at all. I was not coming to preach about this at all. So I think it is because there must be a reason. I I hope you get it. Yeah, and and so there are different topics within the various things that we are preaching for any given month. And for some reason, he's highlighted this one for us. 
you know, I wish that, you know, anytime I'm coming to Word Encounter, I feel that I want to preach some encouraging, uplifting message. Like, These are my workers. The way life is, is so stressful and so, so stressed. Are you there? And so sometimes I feel like this is a service. I should crock roll you. I should pour oil and things. But Charlie, I'm not the head of the service. The head of the service is the Holy Ghost. So we do what he says. Amen. And amen. And that's why this morning, I'm still sharing from many are called, but I'm sharing on the topic, redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. Amen. Redeeming the time. There's an interesting scripture in Ephesians chapter 5. I want us to take it in the King James verse, Ephesians 5, verses 15 and 16. And look at it. It says, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Let, let, let's try to unpack this scripture a little. Do you understand when I say un unpack it? King James English is very nice for quoting. <laughs> are you there? When you quote King James, you sound very spiritual. But the truth of the matter is that when you want to understand, at times you need to, to do a little more work to understand. Please take us back to this. No, no, just stay with the King James because there's a certain word there that I want us to begin with. See then that you walk, or if you like, say you live circumspectly. Many of you, your English teacher died early. So let's try to understand the word circumspectly. The English teacher died before they explained to you what the word circumspectly is. So let's look for the meaning. The dictionary meaning is very interesting. It gives a number of words, all to describe that word circumspectly. One of the words is watchful. Watchful. Are you there? Watchful. Sometimes you come to church, and even though you are in church, your mind is far away. Uh-huh. So the fact that you are present in a place physically doesn't necessarily mean that you are alert and awake. I, I, I hope you get it. Uh -huh. You can even be walking somewhere, but you are looking somewhere else. Yeah. You are walking, but you are on your phone. You are driving, but you are on your phone. I, I, I don't want to describe you because the words will not have been polite. <laughs> you know, but here he's saying something. Walk circumspectly. Be watchful. Don't just walk. Be watchful as you are walking. If you've ever almost stepped on a snake, you understand the scripture very well. Yeah, because many times, the only reason why you saw it was your watchfulness. Uh -huh. If you had been chatting, doing something, something, you just might have stepped on it. But, but something makes you watch and you see it. Amen. Another word that the dictionary gives us for circumspectly is the word discreet. <laughs> That's an interesting one. Discreet, to be discreet. Um, I'm now trying to explain the word discreet. You see, it's not everything we say. It's not everything we show. Are you there? You are there. You have told your friends all the property you own. And the cost of the property. You see, it's not, it's not necessary. You say, oh, my friends, they are very good. Yes, but be a little discreet. Be a bit discreet. It's not everything you say. Hello? 
I mean, hold yourself small. Turn to your neighbor and say, gather yourself a little. Gather yourself small. Be discreet. <laughs> Be discreet. Uh, yes, I also can't find a gun word. I, can't, I don't know how you explain discreet in chi. When you are discreet, people tend to think that you have something to hide. Not necessarily. You are just being discreet. The fact that you don't know what I ate for breakfast, it's a, it's a non point. I should come and stand here and start telling you, for breakfast, I ate this. I woke up in the morning. You now, you think it's some way. Uh-huh. So it's why are you like that? And you know, if you're not a discreet person, there are many things God will not tell you. Because sometimes he says things, he doesn't expect you to move around. Every time I find somebody who says that, oh, somebody said that they dreamed that I was dead and they came and tell me, I said, there goes a fool. When God tells you somebody is dead, you'd better ask God what you're supposed to do about it. And very often, you are the one who's supposed to pray, not to go and do your okra mouth. And then you start telling, and sometimes the person cannot handle it. Then fear comes. When fear comes, no, it's over. It's over. Because you're not discreet. Are you there? We watched Prophet Nisi as he's here. He'll be saying things. Then sometimes he'll remove the mic. Then he'll take the person up there. Discreet. There are also others where everything they'll say it in the microphone. It's not everything that we say in the mic. You see? And the Bible is saying, walk discreetly. As a Christian that you are in this earth, walk discreetly. Don't do as if you belong to this earth and you can do everything. Another word, all this one, we are just doing an English lesson. In place of circumspectly, is cautious. Cautious. You can say cautious. You can say careful. Careful. That's what I think you understand. Prudent. Prudent means wise. Just be wise. Just be what? Just be wise. You are having your internal meeting about your business and you are using a speaker phone. <laughs> you see, people are saying, hey, <laughs> but you are doing it. <laughs> it. It's not wise. Prudent. It's not wise. Hello? He says that walk prudently. Prudently. And then the last meaning I got from the dictionary was well considered. Well considered. You know, so these are the words. The Bible is just telling us something. Walk, be watchful, be discreet. The fact that you're spending a million cities on your wedding doesn't mean everybody needs to know that. No. Do they need to know? So everything we say. Cautious. Prudent. Well considered. <laughs> and he says, then he says, not as fools. In other words, it's a fool who is not watchful. A fool who is not discreet. Now listen, everything. A fool who is not cautious. Hey, are you there? A fool who is not prudent doesn't consider well he was, what he was doing. Then he says, but as wise. Then in verse 16, he tells us why. And he says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. 
When they say redeeming the time, you can say trying to reclaim your time and make good use of it. Because the days are evil. When you read the scripture, you wonder whether it was written in the year 2021 or 22. Or even the year 2020. It was written years ago. And declared years ago that the days are not good. You can see it. Let's read the same scripture in the NASB. So I will speak some American English. Maybe what will it tell us? Therefore, be careful how you walk. Not as unwise men, but as wise. Making the most of your time. Because the days are evil. The NLT says, Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered. How fleeting my life is. You have made my life no longer than the width of my hand. My entire lifetime is just a moment to you. At best, each of us is but a breath. Are you in the church while you're trying to be depressed? Whether you're depressed or not, it's real. <laughs> so why is the Lord saying this? Because he's saying this because the opportunities that you have, just take them. Just take them. Don't wait and say it will happen. I mean, I'll get the opportunity again. Amen. It says redeem the time, the time you have. Just use it because your time is brief. Hallelujah. How many of you are over the age of 30? You don't need to raise your hand. You know yourself. When you had your 30th birthday, were you surprised? Were you surprised? Some of us were surprised. It's like, hey, no. <laughs> yeah. Ah, right now, no. <laughs> you were 13 years old some years ago. And now suddenly you are 21. And you are even planning to vote. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. There's something about time. It feels as though it's moving very slowly. But suddenly, you had all the time to learn for the exam. And you knew you would learn. You knew that you would learn. You knew you would learn. Oh. You knew that you like, you meant by that this time, dear. Oh, suddenly, I mean, yeah, the, the, the timetable is out. Suddenly, you were going to be saving every month so that the next rent, dear, you would just pay it coolly. When you took the rent, you said for two years. So every month, if I put aside thousand, 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 by the end of the year, twelve thousand, end of next year, twenty-four thousand is a cool paying of the landlord. Then the first month came. And you know, we got to do a certain something, something, something. And you know, you know, you February will start. February came. You said, hey, I still have some, some months to go. You, let's sort out this other issue. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Suddenly, you were in the following year, September. Hey, I got three months to pay that rent. 
Hey, where did the time go? That's why the Bible says, redeem the time for the days are evil. It's, I tell you, it's just here right now. The landlord has started calling. When you see his phone number, cry, you can't pick the call. You can't pick it. But you were planning, oh. You actually had intentions. You didn't plan to be hot at all. Oh. Oh, you were planning. There was time. You even started. You put one or two months aside. Hmm. I'm talking to some people this morning, oh. Yeah. You planned that you were going to do it. I mean, it's not that. How can you say you won't do it? You had every plan that you were going to do it. Oh. Ah. Are you not the one that you have? Ah, yo, Pastor David is giving me a point. Say, you even open separate accounts for it so that you'll be putting the thousand there so that Charlie, I mean, Cooley is there. You don't know when the time went. And suddenly you were as hot, if not hotter, than when you first <laughs> paid for the place. <laughs> hey, walk. Circumspectly. Be careful. Be careful. Because, Charlie, as you are there, suddenly the time is over. Suddenly it's over. You say, Oh, me, Charlie, I'm a master dancer. All these people are dancing, Charlie, they are growing, they do. You wait, I'm coming. I go, I'm coming. I will release my dancing right now. Ah. I will show them that they don't know what dancing is when I arrive. But you never came. And you didn't know that the ability to play, play the football it has already gone. It's over. It looked as if you looked the same as you were some five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. But all of a sudden, when you come to kick the ball, instead of going straight into the goalpost, it goes left. Yeah. Our father was on the plane with, a, with some footballers, and one of them told him, he asked the guy, he said, oh, are you serious you are going to retire? And the guy said, yes. He said, why? You are, you are young and strong. The guy said, it's not like that. Oh. And the guy told him, he said, look, the sign he saw, what made him know that retirement had come? was that the guy was a scorer if he gets the ball and run it inside. Then he said, after a while, he'll be playing, he'll get the ball. The ball is supposed to go inside. He will kick as he always kicked before. But then suddenly the ball will turn left. And he said when he saw that sign, he knew it was a sign that your time is up. Your time is up. So yes, God gave you the gift, but you have sat down now. And it has passed. It has passed. Hey. Am I talking to people in the house? Oh, I'll marry you. As for marrying, they will marry. I have every plan of marrying. How can I not marry? I've never planned to be a eunuch. In fact, don't use that word to describe me. I'm not a eunuch in the palace. I'm just taking my time. I'm coming. I will marry. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. You wake up one day. Your hair is white. And the thing that used to stand, it no longer has the power to function. 
You see, forgive me oh, for using this example, but this example that I'm using, I just met one of my own spiritual sons a few days ago. That's where he's at. The thing doesn't work anymore. Doesn't work anymore. I mean, who can you marry when you know that? I don't know. We are not even talking about whether you have to. That's not the point. I didn't hear Juma. Yeah. And when I looked at him, I thought, ah. but to me, he's not old. Yeah. To me, he's not old. So I just wondered, Charlie, time no echo. Hmm. <laughs> Take us to the verse 15. <laughs> oh, help me please. Verse 15. In term, that's why it says, see then that you walk circumspectly. Walk cautiously. Walk as though you know that there's an expiry date. Walk as though you know that Charlie, things are not always going to be this way. Careful. Turn to your neighbor and say, careful. Careful. You see, if you have the scripture in your mind, it's going to change the way you do some things. It's going to make you make use of the chances that come. You have an opportunity to sing. You actually sing. You have an opportunity to preach. You actually preach. You have an opportunity to come to church. You actually come. Because you understand that, look, (laughs) a time may come when it is not so. Are you in the house? When you are in a place where you cannot worship freely, you understand. Yeah, it's a very wild thing. It's a very, very wild thing. There are places when you are going, you can't take your Bible. One time, I was entering a country. And when I got to there, they give you visa on arrival. But you have to send all your information before. When I got there, then they asked me, do you want the stamp on a paper? or in your passport. And I said, I want it on a paper. Do you know why? If you put that stamp in my passport, there are some countries I can't go to. The presence of that stamp. Hey, the enemies in the world are plenty. If you have that stamp, say, if you have this stamp, you visited that place, you can't come here. <laughs> you never knew you are going to stamp your passport. <laughs> Seven reasons why you must redeem the times. Reason number one is very clear. (laughs) The days are evil. (laughs) The days are evil. The days are evil. You see, I can tell you that there's a difference in the room. A lot of the people who are working a little older, they are sitting here. So the vibe reaching me is that, yeah, we understand what you are saying. Then on this corner, there are some very young people. And the vibe that's coming to me from here is like, oh, hey, let's, 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 uh, let's close. <laughs> what are you redeeming? We have now come. We are now coming to enjoy life. We are just now about to celebrate the fact that, uh, listen, I wish I could tell the people here to go and look for some people there and preach to them. Because here they don't have a problem. They understand what I'm saying. Yeah. The first reason. <laughs> Redeem the time because the days are evil. I want to read a, 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 a window. Something that will help you to understand. It's in the book. And our father says, we find ourselves in a hostile environment. 
you're imagining, where temperatures are below zero. You quickly freeze to death in such an environment if you sit down. So he says, many years ago, they were taken to some, uh, you know how you go on excursion, and they were taken to such a place. Are you there? To go and visit the fishing trawlers. And he said, among the things we saw there that day were these large coasters which were used to store fish that were brought in by trawlers. We went in and out of these huge cold warehouses because it was part of the tour. And I was thinking to myself, what about if one of us was left in there by mistake? What would I do if I was mistakenly stuck in a huge freezer to the next day? There's only one thing to do in such a situation. Keep jumping, keep walking, keep moving until someone <laughs> comes to open the freezer doors. <laughs> then he says, this is what has happened to Christians. He said that because of the hostile environment you are in, you behave in a certain way. But when you don't know it's hostile, you will sit down, you are frozen. Five minutes, you are dead. By the time they are looking for you, you are finished. Are you here? And many of us, we are feeling very easy and very at home in this hostile environment. That is why it's difficult for you to get up and pray yourself. And that's why when to help us, there's flow so that at least twice a week you get up and pray. You don't see the point. You don't see the point. Because you don't recognize the evil. You can't see it. You see, when you see the cold, it's like, oh, it's just keeping the fish fresh. Charlie, it's a killer. It is a what? If you have ever lived in a country where there's winter, I went to school in a country that their temperature can read minus 30. In minus 30, a flat tire can be fatal. If your tire gets flat, you can die. Yeah. In minus 30, when your tire gets flat, you don't get out of your car. To change your tire, you call a towing car and they just tow you back to go inside somewhere. You come out and see. In minus 30, if your car breaks down, tell your neighbor, you die, finish. Your phone had better be working. People have died. It's like the house is here, they are the gate and they died. Yeah. And we are in such of an, an environment. You see, preachers, when we come to preach, we like to encourage you and tell you that we can see the angels. What we don't tell you is that sometimes we can see the demons too. They are all here. What are you saying? Ah, but you came. You didn't bring it with you from house. The Bible says in the book of Job, when God, God, God himself, God in heaven, he's calling a meeting of his children. Satan came. And as I look at the behavior of some uh, sons who are, you know, I, said, I don't even understand why they are still watching. And still, I don't even understand it. I thought by this time you have stopped, just go and do something else. But you see that they are still trying to be inside. So when we came to church, they came. Then you have come, you are sitting there, chatting, sleeping. When they want to give somebody a knock, who will they give? The one who is awake or the one who's dozing, you just answer the question for me. But it's because you don't see that, Charlie, the days are evil. Nowadays, if you leave your child in school, eh? Hmm. I don't want to tell you what you will find. Are you there? I don't want to tell you. 
if you do not put in, <laughs> I'm going to talk like a, like a politician, measures. <laughs> if you don't put in measures, they will spoil your child for you. Hey. <laughs> you must redeem the time because it shows that you understand the will of God. You see, the reason why you will sit down, the example he gave us, in the freezer is because you don't understand that that certain, that lack of motion is what will kill you. If you understood it, even when you are tired, you won't say, I'm tired, let me sit down. You hey, my life depends, Charlie. Let's keep jogging. Let's keep jogging. As we are praying that they'll open the door, let's keep jogging. So when you understand that moving around is what will save your life, you will do it. But when you don't understand it, hey, am I talking to people in the church? Yeah. The next one, redeem the time because night is coming. John 9, 4. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. Look, we are in the world. So many places night has fallen. Oh. Night has fallen. Hey. There were major churches in Ukraine, not just small churches. Major churches. Night has fallen. Night has fallen. Night has fallen. In the beginning of the war, they were there. They were trying to help their people and so forth. A point came when they realized, Charlie, this Katabia is all of us. And many had to cross border. I don't know what's going on with them. Night has fallen over Ukraine. One of the few really Christian nations in the middle of an unchristian uh, continent, if I can call it that. Are you there? Night has fallen. As for Israel's one, we don't want to talk about it. Hey! I'm not a, a, a supporter of, of, the, of, the, of the Palestinians for whatever reason. Uh, you, are, you, are sub, you can have your own opinion, I don't mind. But even those of us who are not, I don't trust them, whatever, but it's like, hey, this morning, I opened my newspaper. I said, oh, God, speak to your people and let them just stop. Hey, you have, you have bombed the thing, destroyed that. Everybody in the whole, they're in one town. Now you say the town too, they should go. I said, hey, this night, they're in Tiasio. So now they are soaking dog food to eat. I said, oh, God, please have mercy. Have mercy. Night. Don't sit here and say, hey, but we near me, I'm in Ghana. Hey. You don't know one of the most volatile places in the whole world is West Africa. Not East Africa. West. There are many people who ask them to come to West Africa. They won't come. We are here. We think it's peaceful. <laughs> John 9, 4. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh. I'm going to give you seven ways by which night can come. Hmm? So when you see it, you understand. Number one, night can come in the form of pregnancy and childbirth. The next 10 to 15 years, you will not do anything for the Lord again. Hmm? Are you there? Relegated to the mother's corner. Meanwhile, Charlie, you are called like something. Hey, the room is becoming very quiet. And when I'm fighting with you, that keep going, keep going. You are fighting with me that mommy way she likes problems. You are in a freezer. You are trying to sit down. 
And I'm saying, don't sit. Whatever you do, don't sit. Keep one leg going in front of the other. Don't sit. Pregnancy, childbirth, you put the two together, you will not serve God. You will not. Let me continue. <laughs> you will be shocked how you who knew how to pray. Because of those bambinos walking out, you will not pray a line. And when you even pray, it is only about the man who gave you the child or the child himself. Nothing about anything concerning God again. Night. You don't know night. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of the ladies are eyeing me with the corner. Are you eyeing me with your full eyes or corner of your eyes? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I won't fear your face at all. And I will keep pushing you, insulting you. Look, keep one leg moving. Just keep it, keep it going. Keep it going. Because that thing called pregnancy and childbirth, it has deleted more women from the kingdom of God than anything else. Anything. Uh, let me go on to something else. Number two. Night can come in the form of marriage. <laughs> If you marry somebody who opposes Christianity, yeah, 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 Should I continue? As you woke up this morning to come, the person says, "I want to look my fufu. I like it fresh." Where are you going? Anyone who know? Anyone who know? He doesn't like machine. Doesn't also like the soup that was in the freezer. You should have discovered all that before you married the person. Now that you are married, it's a little too late. And please, it's not just the men. There are some women, they are more than witches. I can tell you that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, there was a time when I used to think that the men are wilder. But I've changed my mind as I've grown older. And I've seen that the women are worse. <laughs> my goodness gracious me. My goodness gracious me. When the woman has decided that this God that you serve, I've taken opposition, but... Yeah, you so... You would have stopped serving God before you even know. Mm. Another form of night, old age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old age. Because as you age, energy is gone. Yeah. You want to do, but the energy is not there. Another form of night, sickness. Sickness. Sickness that prevents you from doing what you want to do. I remember a certain man. He was an unbeliever for many years. Got converted. He was a medical doctor. Got converted by my husband. By the time he was being converted, he was already, I think he had already retired. And as he, I mean, came with the fervent love of God. And from the age of 60, he started serving God. But by the time he had got to some 64, 65, then illness, illness just entered. Not that he didn't want to do, but Charlie, time was up. Are you there? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Don't be on your phone, though. I beg you, don't be on your phone. Don't. Don't. Because you, your night is even earlier. No, it's a form of night. Have you not noticed your phone can control your life? Yes. You make up your mind that you put this thing down till you finish that assignment. Before you are where you are back on it. You are going to put it down until you finish that report. Don't let me discuss what is done to your prayer, your, your prayer life. Don't let me talk about it. 
I should have added it as one of the points. The mobile phone. If you joke with it, it will bring night. The next one. Are you there? Sometimes you are forced to travel. Some of our people who have traveled outside, that's the end of their Christianity. They will never again win another soul to the Lord. Never. It's over. They may go to church, but they will never. Why? Because night has fallen. You think you can do what we do here over there. You're going to knock somebody's door. Who born you by mistake? Police will come for you. Dancing, you can be dancing, but you cannot talk to anybody about that you're dancing there. You are going to what? Invite the person to church. Before you are where you are behind bars. You say what? You are going to stand up in there. You are now going to stand in the train and preach. You are going to do what? Please, there's no trotro. It's either a tram or a train. You cannot. It's not happening. It's not happening. Night has fallen. You are saying because you don't want us to go outside. If I knew who you were, the way I will beat you. It's not busy. What did we say about? You see, understand what it is. That's what we are saying. Understand it. Understand that as I'm going, that's it all. Mm. Oh, I'll go to church. We are not discussing your church going. I said, you won't win a soul to the Lord again. Hmm. You think you are going there to do sounds of joy? I'm watching. <laughs> leaflet, leaflet, you will stand at the corner giving leaflet. Don't collect it. When they, if somebody is polite enough, take it, sees that it's Christian, right in front of you, throw it into the dustbin. You know, try yourself. Sometimes, sometimes that's the way the night comes. To make it worse, you have decided that you are going to Russia, China, Hungary, India, any of these non-Christian nations. Oh, I pray for you. I pray for you. I'm talking to some people. Are you there? Hmm? Sometimes night comes because you have graduated. You were in KNUST, you were here, so you were winning souls. You finished. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And finally, night can come because it's the end of your life. It's the end of your life. We need to redeem the days. I'm reading one more scripture, then we close. Job 14, 11. The scripture, it's not nice. Unfortunately, it is true. Job 14, 1. 1. Please be awake, be awake. Man that is born of a woman. Please ask your neighbor, who born you? What or what born you? Were you born of a woman? Then here is your statement for you. You are of few days and full of trouble. Why is the best cursing? You see, stop thinking about cases and apply your mind and see whether what he's saying is true or not. This life that we are in, trouble of school. Trouble of service, trouble of work, trouble of no work, trouble of husband, trouble of no husband, trouble of wife, trouble of no wife, trouble of children, trouble of no children, trouble of grandparenting, trouble of... I want to ask some people, how many of us in this church, you own a car or you drive a car? Can I see your hand? Can I see your hand? Beautiful. I want to ask you about your view of cars before you own the car. And as you own a car now, before you own the car, was it not the solution to all problems? Tell it to be easy to get from here to there, to ease my life. I want to ask you that today, as you own the car, 
what trouble has it brought? Nah, someone say servicing. And then, Bill, fuel. Before you had a car, did you think about the price of fuel? <laughs> Suddenly you realize that you are driving your fully nyanyad car, you are put off the AC. So that the link, the thing, it can last a little longer. What am I saying? I ain't saying down, let us get cut. No. <laughs> I mean, I will laugh. I'm just showing you that, look, even in that blessing, there's trouble. Hey, the church is very quiet, oh. Yeah. One day, this car, please, I didn't buy it. My father dashed it to me. And I used to tell Dennis, I said, Dennis, we better look for faith because the day we have to change these tires. Hmm. Hmm. So we're there, there was no problem. But when we are driving on the highway, there's some. They say, oh, no, 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 it's alignment. We did alignment. We did it again. We changed tires around. We went, uh, meanwhile, the ties were looking very nice. So one day we said, let's go to a certain people who know the car and understand it. And we took it there. Then they said, oh, my sister, my brother, the ties of this car have been under it since 2017. We are in 2023. Time for a change. I said, my friend, the day we knew was coming. <laughs> You see, I just want to use it as an example of the way in which even the blessings cry. Were you not happy when you got the job you are in? (laughs) I'm asking a question. I said, the job you are in now, were you not happy? But after you have been in it for a while, you realize that look, everything that has a right leg, it also has a left leg. When you were outside, you never knew the left leg was there. You were only seeing right leg. Right leg. If I get, oh Lord, if I get a job, oh God, in this particular place, oh God, it will be well with you. When you enter the job, hey, left leg. You say, Lord, this school, if I just let me get into this school, just let me get this course. Oh, God of my father Abraham, give me. You enter the course as you enter the course. I'm telling you, trouble. And the Bible does not say cut off your life and don't live anymore. He says, in order to deal with it, live circumspectly. Live carefully. Hallelujah. Live wisely. Live recognizing that there is both a right leg and a left leg. Live knowing that both things are there. Yeah. Our church in the U.S., the way they build the churches in Ghana is not a small thing. And the reason is that they can see that, look, there's a certain service of God that we are not able to do it much. To be able to outreach is once in a while, they'll get something, then they'll do. Say, but this other one, we can do it. Let's do it with our strength because this is the one we can do. So that we'll not get to heaven walking on nothing. 
I hope I'm talking to some people today. Yeah. Redeem the time. Don't waste it. Redeem the time. Maybe I should have given you a list of time wasters, but you know them. You can write them down yourself. Redeem the time. Use the time you have wisely. Marry when you are still young and stop being so picky. And that goes both for the women and the men. Ah, you are looking for perfection. Meanwhile, look at yourself. Are you perfect? Oh. You yourself, you are not perfect. Ah, what perfect are you going to marry? Ah. And Ukraine, and Shemi before. You are not perfect. I don't know why you are looking for what is perfect. Oh, I, you know, I'm waiting till I get a little money. That's the one that even annoys me the most. How much money did you have two years ago and how much do you have today? Jai Wasem. Jai Wasem. Just have a decent job and get married for goodness sake and redeem the time. And young lady, stop looking for a rich man to marry. Just marry a God-fearing, decent man and together, stop it. Ah. Do you know how old he will be before he's rich? And when he's rich, he'll have more sense than to marry you. They didn't catch that one. I said, when he becomes rich, he'll have more sense than to marry you. So you better marry him now. (laughs) Go to school. By all means, go to school. But recognize that this school that you have gone is going to contend with you for time and for time to do God's things. Ask all those in the church who have done their masters as they are working. Ask them. Some of them, it's almost brought them to their knees. It's not easy. Are you there? By all means, get a job. But know what you are doing. And know that because of this job, it means I must modify this, this, this. By all means, have your children. But when you have them, again, know that these are the modifications. I'm talking to some people today. You are young. Learn how to fast. A time is coming. It's not going to be possible. It is just not going to work. It's not going to work. Are you there? Do it now while you can do it. May God help us all to walk circumspectly. May we serve him while we can. Before the evil days come, for whatever reason, and we don't have the opportunity, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet and just turn your face to God for a moment and pray. Maybe you realized all of a sudden that something is fighting with you. Maybe you suddenly realize you are in the fight already. I want you to say, oh God, save me, save me, help me. Lift your voice up unto the Lord right now. Save me, Lord. Help me, Lord. To redeem the time, O Lord. To walk circumspectly, Lord. Wisely, Lord. Prudently, Lord. Help me in this evil day, Lord. In this night time, Lord. Help me, O Lord. Save me, O Lord. 
given to us particularly in this service I pray that you'll give us the wisdom to redeem the time while we can help us to do our best help us to give our most help us to to serve you the most to pray the most help us to do the outreach the most do everything that we can because one day we won't be able to do it by that time may we just be glad that we did our best when we could may we never look back with regret but may we always be happy that we gave it our best. In Jesus' mighty name. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here this afternoon. And one more time, you have an opportunity to receive the Lord Jesus. Maybe you've had that opportunity over and over and over and over again, but you've never come forth to receive him. I need to tell you it's not enough to go to church. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 3 and verse 1 that Samuel was in the house of God, but he didn't know the word of God. He did not know God, and he had to find out who he was. In verse 7, that was where the Bible says that he didn't know, yet know the Lord. So you may even have gone to church all your life, but a time comes when you must receive the Lord as your Lord and Savior. And at this point in time, you must say that you yourself must receive him before you can even think of redeeming the time. So as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, one more time you are having an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand where you are. One more time. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands all over the room. God bless you. If your hand is up, come to me. Let us pray together. It's not time to be shy. You were shy last week. You were shy last year. Come, just come to me. Let us pray together. Just come. Take your bag, your books, whatever you're holding and come to me. Just come. God bless you. God bless you as you come. God bless you. God bless you as you come. Put your hands together for them. God bless you. God bless you. Don't back away from it again. Don't run away again. Don't run away. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you for redeeming the time practically. God bless you. You are standing there, your heart is beating again. Respond, respond, respond. Just come, just come, just come. Come on to Jesus. Now, if you're standing in front here, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Make it your own prayer. And those of you in the congregation, help us as we pray together. You want to say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my savior and you are my lord i thank you for saving me in jesus name father thank you so much for each one who is standing here this afternoon i pray lord that they will experience you let your will be done in their lives and let it be well with them thus i ask in the mighty name of jesus amen and amen with all of me, I 
We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-B-S-E. God richly bless you.